0: Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day
1: at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line now. Welcome in former Major League Baseball general manager, current analyst for MLB Network Radio. He is Jim Ducap. Jim, thank you so much for hopping on with us this afternoon. How are you, sir? What's going on? How are you guys doing fantastic? Well, let's just start with this wild card because a couple of months ago when we talked, uh, it seemed like the Cardinals, there was no chance they were getting into the playoffs in a wild card game. And lo and behold, they have a series this weekend that could technically solidify it for them.
0: I'll tell you what it's, you know, at this time of the year, you're in it. Um, it doesn't matter how you got here; it's how you finish, right? And they're finishing, finishing really strong. I, I just saw them this past series against the Mets. The way the was played, the way they're swinging the bat, the way they're pitching, the defense—like it's all kind of coming together all at once, you know. And as, as much as there's been a struggle to this point and some inconsistency, that's what basically the wild card teams outside of right now, where the Dodgers are, the, everyone vying for that second wild card. Just inconsistency with, with all those teams, you know. So. Um, I think you know right now it's you know, the team playing the best and, and playing the most consistently. And I, you got to stack the Cardinals up there with, with all of them. Padres have been very inconsistent. Phillies too. And you know Mets are below 500. You can't even you can't even talk about that. You know at this point. So you know the Cardinals did a good job of uh, of knocking them out. And who knows what they might do with San Diego too.
1: Jim, with that being said, and you seeing them in person uh, against the New York Mets, did they seem like a different ball club to you?
0: Definitely. Well, it, you know, it's funny because I always I've always felt they've been a good defensive team, but what stood out to me now is the offense is like you know, I mean, they they pounded the Mets. You know, the Mets pitching, uh, even though you know, the ground's been out, their pitching's been pretty good over the course of the season, and they, they did a nice job offensively. They're swinging the bats well. They looks like they you know they the lineup's kind of come into its own. It's, you know, O'Neal's season in general and how he, how he swung it there. Goldie the second, I, I don't know if I came out with you. I think, you know, one of the keys for their second half, I thought was going to be Goldie. And he's delivered. The guy's been, the guy's been on fire the last two months. So like, you know, you know and Otto has been consistently good. Right. So I think that there's the, a real threat with, with the middle of that lineup and you know, the, whether it's Edmund on a given night or Carlson or, you know, who, whoever Sosa, I think is really solidified, um, you know, the, the shortstop position. I give Mike showed a lot of credit for, for putting him in there and playing him more often because that, that was the right call, but it's hard. You know, sometimes it's easier said than done <laughs> when you have a veteran <laughs> like the young, you know? So I think all of those things that, you know, it's, you know, I think their pitching is getting a little healthier. Obviously, the acquisitions have been way better than we thought with, um, you know, Happ and Lester. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of different factors.
2: You Well, you mentioned Sosa and moving to him as the starting shortstop. I, I think last time we had you on, it was right before the trade deadline, and we were talking at that time about, you know, Paul DeYoung and his struggles and the, with yeah. the deep shortstop free agent class, could the Cardinals go make a splash in that? Now Sosa in 65 games has been really well and solidified that spot how, do you think it's possible that Cardinals maybe just look at him as maybe the everyday shortstop heading into next year, or do you still think they should probably go look at this deep free agent shortstop market?
0: I, you know what I think with the way the Cardinals inconsistent offense has been over the years, the one good way and one true way to be able to upgrade their lineup is at the shortstop position. Now, um, if they don't do it there, and there's going to be a lot of competition for it, they got to do it somewhere, right? You can do it maybe potentially in the outfield, um, although the way the outfield's played this year, maybe maybe you know the, the corners are going to be fine, and you know Vader, you, you know you're going to obviously love his defense. Somewhere, somewhere on the field, they have to upgrade offensively as well as defensively. And I feel like even if you had kept Sosa, and I don't know if he's the best long-term solution. But I do know that, you know, they. I think the Cardinals would have, you know, the inside track on one of those guys, one of those shortstops. So any, any of them would fit. Um, I'd love to see Simeon get that opportunity there in the St. Louis. Uh, that, to me, you know, Correa, there's some really good ones that are going to be expensive. But um, I personally, when I look at the club, I go, yeah, that, that's the spot that they could really upgrade, um, you know, both offensively and still stay solid defensively and keep – keep Sosa, obviously, because he's a younger, um, controllable piece, and maybe he becomes a guy who can play multiple positions in the infield.
1: Jim, from a front office perspective, how do you avoid falling into that trap of believing that he is the everyday shortstop for you? Because the Cardinals have have done this before, right? Oledmus Diaz, they thought that this was the everyday guy. Paul DeYoung, they thought, was the everyday guy. Mm -hmm. How do you avoid doing that if you're a general manager?
0: Well, I, here's the thing, you know. Everyone kind of looks at it and says, well, they've got the answer." And I don't know if I have, you know, I don't know if I have the answer. I'm giving you my opinion from right. from afar. You know, I don't see them on a on a regular basis. But um, like you, you kind of look at that history first off, and you know, there was legitimate reasons for them to think that you've got a, a homegrown shortstop, you know, and it didn't work. It doesn't mean that the next decision that they make isn't going to work, you know, either. So right. I think what you're trying to do is leave your options open, right? And that's why that's why um you know going into it i'd like to get some certainty we there's a, there's some a really good ones that have a track record and you got sosa not a bad fallback but i want a little bit more certainty at that position you know and that's where and, and again looking at the way to to get more consistency with this offense moving forward and for the long term there's not many places you can do that right i mean you know Edmund at second you know you kind of leave these guys, where they are right now, they're all pretty productive, and I'm not so sure I would go out. Maybe you go out and get a, a an outfielder, right? But you know, and Carlson moves to center field. But does that make Bader, you know, the fourth outfielder? I think there's you know those two spots. Maybe potentially a corner guy because I don't think there's any good center fielders in shortstop. One of those spots they have to upgrade. I feel um, on the offensive front.
2: And Jim, something that we get a lot from our text line here in St. Louis is about the certainty in the starting rotation heading into next year. And we've yep. talked about the shortstop market. You look at the Cardinals rotation next year. You've got Jack Flaherty. There's maybe a little bit of question marks. He's dealing with some injuries this year. Dakota Hudson coming off of Tommy John. Don't know what to expect from right. Miles Michaelis. Adam Wainwright's getting up there in age. Do you think the Cardinals maybe look at adding some depth or maybe go out and make a bit of a splash in free agency with the starting pitching? Or do you think maybe they kind of just stay put with what they have and maybe focus on the offense?
0: The one thing they've been really good at is, is uh, developing young pitching, right? And if you're going to go, which it sounded like um, they were going to take you know, Reyes and put him in the rotation, um, I, I would be in favor of, of, um, of doing that. And, And, you know, going, because it just seems like, you know, they, you know, I guess I'm, I'm a huge believer in clarity. Obviously you have to, you know, he has to stay healthy. We know that, but um, you know, he's obviously one of the top guys. Wainwright, I don't know when he's going to stop, stop pitching. I mean, this guy's incredible. We we don't either. And so, yeah, I mean, right. I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't even know if he has the (laughs) answer to it, but you know, I think, um, you know, when you, when you look at it, you know, you know, they, they did a great job, at, you know, finding back end of the rotation guys to plug in. Uh, I thought it was striking just watching. Uh, I was reading. I forget what article. It might have been Derek Gould's article where you know were talking to Hap, you know, and in, in Lester about how throwing Yadi is a, is a huge advantage. And so you got that for another year. Like you can go out, and go out and do something like this again, where you get a, you know, under the radar starter. So I feel like they they've done a great job of of plugging those guys in. So for me, I, I tend to save that money there in the rotation, you know, go with what they have and and uh, go with a lesser starter at the moment and um, and then go out and find some offense. That, that's how I would look at it. But, they, listen, they've also always been seemingly built on pitching too. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, we sat here in December and, oh, the Cardinals just struck a deal for, you know, one of the – maybe not Robbie Ray – Uh, but one of the other starting pitchers that's available out there.
1: Final time, our final question, that is for Jim Duquette, former Major League Baseball General Manager, MLB Analyst for MLB Network Radio. He's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Jim, uh, we've seen a lot of fans frustrated from the ups and downs, the roller coaster of this season. A lot of fans have been frustrated with Mike Schilt this season. Lo and behold, they did scratch and claw and put themselves into a playoff position right now. What's your read just in terms of how things have been run this season for the Cardinals? Cardinals and kind of the ups and downs of the season from the fan support?
0: Well, uh, listen, the, the, I will say, first, I've always feel like the Cardinals, the mo- most, most Cardinal fans are pretty, pretty knowledgeable and pretty understanding. Uh, you know, there's hey, they see what's going on. And I think when you look at the inconsistency, I mean, a lot of this stems from you know the shortened season last year, and coming into this year. You know the injuries to Flaherty in particular, and you know obviously, uh, you know we talked about some of the offensive struggles, but the pitching. Yeah, what three fifths or four fifths of the rotation down at one point. Yeah, I, most most teams can't overcome that. You know, and I think you know sometimes, you know, if I, I come in and I talk to you guys about just give a little bit of of perspective. Like if other teams lost four fifths of the rotation, I, they wouldn't be sitting here today talking about uh, having the second wild card. You know, in their grasp while everything is under their control and that's where the Cardinals are right now. So you got to look at it from that side and say, you know, it's been overall pretty positive the way they've been able to hang in there. And uh, you know, thankfully the, the second card itself is, is uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of inconsistent uh, teams in the mix, but I'd ride this thing out because um, you know, you don't get other fan bases. Don't get the same type of, of level of consistency that you get there in St. Louis with your teams. 100%
1: with you. Jim, we always appreciate the time, sir. Thank you so much for taking some time and hopping on with us this afternoon. Have a great weekend. We look forward to chatting with you, hopefully, come playoff time.
0: We'll talk you down the road, hopefully postseason-wise.